0: Welcome to The Workplace, where we're hot on the trail of what makes great workplace cultures tick, and what we can all do to make the ones we work in better. I'm Andrew Scarcella. This episode, we're talking with Andrea Procaccino about the work she's done to transform and strengthen the culture of recognition at one of the nation's top hospitals. Join us after the interview for Tangible Takeaways, where we'll talk about the ideas and actions we can take with us and implement in our own workplace cultures. Andrea Procaccino is the Vice President of Talent and Diversity and Chief Learning Officer at New York Presbyterian Hospital. In her dual roles, Andrea provides strategic direction and oversight for training and development diversity and inclusion, workplace culture, learning solutions, leadership and organizational development, talent management, employee engagement, and awards and recognition programs. (sighs) Suffice to say, she has a lot on her plate. Andrea was interviewed by me last fall. So it's safe to say the challenges of her work have only become more complex since the onset of the global pandemic and rising economic uncertainty. And while she won't be addressing the new normal in this interview, She will be addressing it in her masterclass presentation at O.C. Tanner's free virtual recognition and culture conference, Influence Greatness 2020, launching September 29th. O.C. Tanner slash influence Shameless plug. I know. Andrea and her teams have managed to create a culture defined by dynamic, exciting employee experiences in an environment traditionally known more for its long taxing hours and emotionally draining circumstances. Quite the feat. And since this is me just talking to myself, let's get to it and hear what she has to say. Welcome to The Workplace, Andrea.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to be here.
0: So right now, it seems like the workplace culture at New York Presbyterian is thriving. Uh, People are engaged. uh, People are recognizing people for great work. But I, I gather it wasn't always that way. What started you on your journey to a better, healthier, happier workplace culture?
1: Well, it's it's been a really fun journey. Uh, I've been there about five and a half years now. And when I got to New York Presbyterian Hospital uh, back in 2014, we had a recognition program with another an- another vendor. And it was pretty much status quo. Uh, people weren't using it that much. It wasn't very exciting. And I was very fortunate to have an amazing person named Kimberly Sullivan who I work with, uh, who was in charge of the program, who had all these great ideas and strategy. And the two of us together said, this this, this isn't working. We want to do something better, deeper, stronger for the organization. And we we both knew that O.C. Tanner was the person that we wanted to work with, the, the, the firm that we wanted to work with. So we started on that journey, and we knew that you know, New York Presbyterian is an amazing hospital. We were just named number five in the nation. Oh, wow. Thank you very much. I'm very excited about that. And, you know, it's a, it's a great academic organization. We sit between Columbia Medical School and Weill Cornell Medical College. So it's, it's the largest hospital in New York State, let alone New York City. We knew that there's amazing things that happen there, amazing people work there. And we wanted to make sure we were kind of harnessing that energy in a different way. So we started on this journey and we started working with OC Tanner and we created what is called Everyday Amazing. And that's our recognition platform. And it had to be something that was fun, something that was easy to use, something that captured people's hearts as well as their minds, and um, something that could really help the employees recognize one another as well as managers recognizing employees. So for us, the peer-to-peer recognition was as important, if not more important, than the manager-to-peer recognition. So we launched this uh, platform, and it started to take off, and people had a lot of fun with it. But we didn't just launch it. We didn't just say, here you go. Here's the platform. You know, go forth and recognize. We, we prompted it along a little bit. So Kim Sullip had this amazing idea that we now do on a yearly basis called a recognition fair. And we put together a recognition fair hospital by hospital. And it ran morning, noon, and night because we're a 24-7 operation. So you can't just do things 9 to 5 at New York Presbyterian <laughs> Hospital. So, we had a great theme. It was um, come recognize with us, almost like a come fly with us type theme. So, think Frank Sinatra in your head a little bit. And um, when you would check in, you would go to the check in window, and there would be two flight attendants there, you know, people dressed as flight attendants waiting for you. And you would get your boarding pass and get your passport stamped, and you would go through. TSA, you know, pre-check to get your badge scanned. Got a pat down? Yes, you did. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was all fun. And you would go gate by gate and learn about recognition and learn about appreciation. So each table or gate, if you will, taught you something different about recognition and why it's so important. And at the end of it, we had people learning on computers how to use the platform as well as a mobile appreciation station, which we had seen when we had visited the OC Tanner headquarters. So we had people appreciating each other by cards, by e-cards on the computer, and then they would go to baggage claim and get their little branded items with everyday amazing and off they would go. And we found it was a really great best practice as far as we're concerned when you launch it to build that excitement and get them to experience it and feel it. And we had nurses coming to us saying, you know, I've been here 25 years. No one's ever said thank you to me like this. This means so much to me. And one nurse in particular, it was in the middle of the night, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning, we were still there, you know, having our affair, having a lot of fun, and someone had given her an, uh, an actual card from the appreciation station. She came back down and showed it to me, and she said, I'm never going to forget this. And she tucked it in her lab coat. And to this day, when I see her, she pulls out this tattered thank you card four years later, and she still has it in her lab coat. So that's lasting, like that's, that's meaningful. So, you know, we do these affairs every year. Um, we we build communication plans that we continue to do. So it's, you know, for us, it's not just launch your platform and let it be. Mm-hmm. It's what can we do to continually keep it top of mind for people, keep it fresh, keep it exciting. Um, we're constantly adding more cards to it. So, for example, um, we now have a culture of respect as well. So we have a respect credo. So we created respect cards and put those in there. Um, We have a multicultural week every year and we use the e-cards as kind of a basis for that as well. So what we've done is we've tied it to everything that's going on in the organization for impact. And I think that to me was a really big lessons learned. We didn't do that right away, but about a year and a half, two years into it, we started tying it to all of the big hospital initiatives and that really gave it legs, if you will. And that's really helped... um, build the usage of it, and 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 really get people to say it. And the other big thing we did was get senior leader buy-in. So we have senior leaders using these cards. And when they round in the hospital on the staff, they're either taking the little recognition pads that we have that almost look like a prescription pad that we had branded with Everyday Amazing where they can give recognition on the spot with points into the platform, or they're using their phone and using the mobile app and giving recognition on the spot. We have leaders doing that, senior leaders. And it's in the moment recognition, so people are starting to feel that too. So it's been, it's really been like I said we we're really activating our recognition platform from every touch point we can think of to the employee.
0: That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh maybe a lot of work.
1: It is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh but worth it. Very much so. Yeah. Going back to the idea of uh I mean, it does sound like a lot of fun, which is maybe a little incongruous with what you'd expect if you are at a hospital, like the work culture of a hospital. I mean, for patients, it's a very, it's a stressful uh, environment. Uh, there's a lot of like worry and uncertainty, and I'm sure that that's, you know, the case for employees as well. Uh, how do you continue to create a fun employee experience outside of these fairs?
1: Well, you know, I think it's, um, we have to remember that um, people that come to healthcare to work are very empathetic. They're coming for a reason. They care about the human condition and it's a very demanding role. Whether you're direct care to patients or you're transporting patients or you're signing patients in, it doesn't matter. You're dealing with people sometimes at the happiest moment of their life when they're giving birth or at the very darkest moments. Of their
0: lives. Yeah, really Um, the the emotions are all over the place. So,
1: you know, it takes a lot out of people and you know, we we focus a lot on creating a respectful workplace, a workplace where people are engaged meaning it's not only their their heads but their hearts are engaged and to do that we want to make sure we continue to fill their bucket so to speak and recognition does that. Recognition feels good. I've never heard anybody say to me, ugh, I hate getting recognition or I got too much recognition today. Never, ever, ever. (laughs) So, you know, for us, it's something that we can do to continue to let them know that they're cared about, that what they do is valued, that someone sees how hard they're working, how much of themselves they're giving. Because the more you, you replenish that and fill that bucket, the patient's the person that ultimately, um, you know, is rewarded for that. And that's what matters to us. We keep engagement high. We keep recognition high. We create this culture so that they can keep giving so much of themselves for our patients. Every, they're at the center of everything. Our patients come first. And to do that, we need to make sure our caregivers are cared about also.
0: Yeah, everyone working there is, has, a, I'm sure, a very selfless attitude. Mm-hmm. And to give back to them and make them feel noticed and recognized has to be a, a really important moment for them. You know, it, It's a bit of a thankless job to be, whatever you're doing in a hospital, you know, it's, you maybe don't get as much recognition for all the effort that you put
1: in. Right. And, and something else that we've done, which uh, we're very excited about, is we even created an externally facing portion of our recognition platform so that our patients and their families can recognize their care team. So, you know, we know how powerful recognition is. Imagine you've been caring for someone and their, their family, because we don't just care for the patients, we care for the whole family. And, you know, like I said, it could be the happiest moment in their life, it could be the darkest moment in their life. And to get a thank you from a family member saying, you know, you've done everything for our family member, you made their last moments on this earth uh, peaceful, and you were there for all of us, that meant a lot to us. Thank you. Imagine receiving that as a caregiver and knowing that you helped that person, you helped that family at that terrible time. So we're getting great impact from that. And, and that means so much to the care team as well to know that the families are saying thank you. Not mm. just their peers, not just their bosses, but the people that they're giving so much of themselves to. So we've found that to be a really great practice as well. Not, you know I'm sure it's not only healthcare that would benefit from that, but to hear thank you from your, your customers, basically, your consumers.
0: What is something about running a recognition program in the healthcare industry that people outside the healthcare industry might not understand unique challenges, you know?
1: So it needs to be on the go. It needs to be uh, available, if you will, at their hip. Uh, So we needed the mobile aspects of this. Uh, It needs to be fun. It needs to be engaging. It needs to be very quick and very efficient. So when you think about healthcare and a lot of things are being done at the bedside um, with a patient or on the go, transporting a patient. Yeah, people are moving, always moving. Right. They're not going to have the time in healthcare to sit down at a computer, go through a cumbersome process. It's got to be something that's quick, efficient, easy to use, fun, engaging, and that's going to have that lasting impact. So for us, our mobile application is critical. It's absolutely critical. It needs to happen spontaneously in the moment. And things happen so quickly in healthcare that... You know, you need to do it in real time. You need to do recognition in real time so that it's meaningful. Well, real time can be sometimes. You know, you're on to 50 million different things, so it's easy to get distracted. Exactly. I'm sure. So for us, that was really, really important in our industry. We're not an industry where people, like I said, are sitting at a in a cubicle or in an office at a workstation all day. They're not at all. They're on their feet. They're on the go. Um, so we wanted to make sure there was something that was mobile, easy to use. Um worked with them, and what could happen in the moment, wherever that moment was mm-hmm. um
0: there's such a huge variety of roles at a large uh, academic hospital, like New York Presbyterian. Uh, how do you make sure there's consistency in the employee experience? Or do you just embrace the chaos and try to make every person's unique experience the best it can be?
1: Well, you know we're we're always asking you know, our employees tell us what's work your voice counts. Mm. So we do a lot of work around employee engagement. And and the big thing for us, there are two components that we focus on with employee engagement. One of them is my opinion counts. So we work with Gallup and that's one of the questions that, you know, is a big driver of engagement that you feel that your voice is heard. Mm. So we want to hear from uh, you know, employees. We want to hear from them at our engagement fairs. We want to hear from them on the engagement surveys. We're out there talking to patients and families and employees all the time. We're, we're rounding on units. We're rounding with different groups. We do focus groups and we ask the questions, what's working, what's not working. Um, the other thing we focus on is recognition. We know Gallup tells us that someone needs recognition every seven days to impact their engagement. So, you know, we're, we're constantly hearing from our employees and asking them what works, what doesn't, what do you want to hear more of? Uh, we do a lot of work around employee events and at the events, we'll ask them, you know what do you want to hear? See more of what do you want to hear from us about uh, what can we do more? We're we're always doing communication plays out to our employees. Uh, for example, this summer we did a fun series. Every few weeks they got a different communication from us. It was the summer of appreciation, mm. and everything was kind of fun and kind of summer focused, summer branded, and it led up to our employee appreciation events that we hold in the summer, which then ultimately leads to them receiving a gift from the CEO. We always get a branded gift from the CEO in the summer at the end of all the employee appreciation events. And then we roll right into our engagement recognition fairs. So we always like to look at what's the cadence of things as well to make sure that we're hearing from employees so that we can say to them, we heard you last year. You told us this. So look what we've done now because we heard you.
0: It's taking action mm-hmm. Connect the dots. from the listening to them. Like it's not just we heard you, but we heard you and then we did this. Exactly.
1: Connect the dots for them. Mm-hmm.
0: So this is a this is a question for all of the uh, all of your peers out there. Why is it so difficult to create a great employee experience? Or are we just all doing it wrong?
1: Oh, that's a deep question. That's like why is the sky blue? <laughs> um, you know, it's. I, I think we have to. We don't listen enough. To our employees. We think we, kn- we all think we know what the employees want. We We're don't know. We're the experts. We don't know. We have to listen. Um, you know, I always remember my mother telling me, God gave you two ears and one mouth to use all those things accordingly to the amount of them that you have, um, which I guess was her way of telling me to be quiet. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't listen enough. We don't listen enough. Or we think we know what they want and we just launch something and then we go, gee, I wonder why that wasn't as impactful as we thought it was well because we didn't ask the questions so I, I think that we've learned before we even launched something voice of the customer you know anything we do now we're asking whether it's focus groups whether it's focus groups one-on-one interviews a survey whatever the case may be we're looking at multiple channels of asking employees what is it that you want what would work best for you And I think that we have to also realize that it can't be one size fits all as well. People need to find what they need out of, whether it's a system, a platform, and we have to realize that different people are going to want different things. So when we did the engagement uh, recognition platform, what we liked about it was there were different things for different people, different strokes for different folks. You could Mm -hmm. find whatever you needed out of it. Um, And I think when we talk about the employee experience, that's one thing we also have to think about. and I think we have to remember that the employee is not just worker 75382. They're an entire person. And we have to look at the employee as a whole person, who they are outside of work, who they are inside of work, what matters to them in both places, and that um, we have to care about the whole individual.
0: If you could give one piece of advice to an HR leader looking to start or expand a recognition program at their company,
1: what would it be? Talk to your employees. That would be the first. First and foremost, talk to your employees. Find out what's working currently, what's not, what they want. Secondly, find something that's going to be fun. Dare I say fun? Um, I always joke that fun is the um, sometimes the bad F word at work. Um, you know, People are afraid to say, we can't have fun. Can't have fun at work. Oh my like, god! This is a serious. This is a serious place. place. We're a hospital. You can't have fun at work. You can enjoy and be joyful in your job, regardless of what your job may be. So, um, don't be afraid to let the employees have some some fun and excitement and joy um, with with what you're with what you're launching, and make sure it fits into how they do their work. So, like I said, you know, if if your people are on the go all the time. Something where they're going to have to find a computer and sit at a computer is not going to work. So listen to them. Don't be afraid to have fun. And make sure that your recognition program fits into how you do your work and what matters. And link it also to your values. So our platforms link to our values. So when you give an e-card, you're linking it to one of our values to show and reinforce those behaviors, those those, um, those feelings of of what really matters to an organization. Mm. So that would be the fourth thing I would say.
0: In one word or less, how would you describe your ideal workplace culture? Purposeful. What technology should we use more and what technology should we use less?
1: I am... Becoming very, very more and more intrigued by virtual reality, augmented reality. So I believe in immersing someone in a situation. So I, I, I would say VRAR. Um, what technology should we use less? Email. Sweet Jesus, I'm so tired of email. It's your inbox it's full. It's the bane of all of our existence. Yes.
0: <laughs> How do you think work will be different ten years from
1: now? Oh, these are such deep questions. Um, I think that it's not going to be so much where you go to work, but what you do. It's going to be more about experiences and meaningful moments versus time served, if you will. Um, it you know, Gone are the day where someone worked 70 years and got the gold watch and had the retirement party and off they went. I think it's going to be um, the type of work you do and being able to do it anywhere and that you're going... From meaningful moment to meaningful moment, and experience to experience.
0: Mm. What about fifty years from now?
1: Fifty years from now, I'm going to be in a villa in Italy, so I'm not <laughs> going to be worrying about it. But um, so
0: there will be no more
1: work. I, I I still think it's going to the the work structure is going to be very very different, and and the the team of the future is going to be very different. It's not going to be someone that sits all in a room together or in you know, a set of clump of cubicles together. I think it's going to be something very, very different, more virtual, more spread out, more project-based. So this team is going to work on this project, then they're going to disband, and then this this team's going to be put together and work on this project.
0: All right. Well, I'm looking forward to the future, and uh, I think we'll leave it there. Thank, thank you, you so much, Andrea. Oh, for thank you. Being here and, and sharing your experience is just wonderful. Well, it's
1: been my pleasure. Thank you.
0: Now it's time for Tangible Takeaways, where we take big ideas to a serene forest retreat and let them sit meditatively next to a babbling brook, as they consider the ever-expanding universe, and how we're all just, like, cells in one giant organism. Whoa. The first is that any program created to shape employee experience must take into account the unique particulars of the organization. If, like New York Presbyterian, your employees are typically on the go, you'll want to make sure your programs can be accessed easily via their phones. As Andrea says, on your hip, if you have a more traditional office environment, look for programs that fit into people's flow of work with plugins or integrations into the apps they use every day. Giving people access to a frictionless, in-the-moment experience is crucial to ensuring that they engage with your learning and recognition programs. The second is that when it comes to learning and development, don't be afraid to use the (gasps) F-word. Not that F-word. I'm talking about fun, people. Uh At a top hospital like New York Presbyterian, fun might seem like a bad word but Andrea is a huge proponent of the power of keeping things light and interesting to get people engaged. After all, work environments are made up of humans, and humans just want to have fun, especially if they're so often bogged down by expectations and stereotypes about hospitals being somber, serious environments. Andrea wasn't afraid of trying new things, like NYP's recognition fairs, and you shouldn't be either. You don't have to break out the dunk tank, but there's nothing wrong with games prizes, or even parties. Work and play go hand in hand, and anything you can do to brighten moods or relieve a little stress can go a long way towards establishing a thriving culture. The third is just a reminder that recognition isn't just for workplace culture showing people you appreciate them is as important in everyday life as it is at work whether it's air-fiving your bagger at the local grocery store or sending a thank you card to your aunt for sharing the secret family recipe for 17-layer dip even the smallest expressions of gratitude can make a big difference especially now when the most connection we get with our fellow humans is that weird eye contact between two masked people as we both try to figure out if the other is smiling or snarling? it's hard to tell This episode was read by yours truly with writing, production, and sound design by Daniel Foster Smith. If you liked this episode, or even if you didn't, please rate, review, and of course, subscribe to The Workplace on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you have a burning question about workplace culture or a story about why your workplace culture is the best or worst, send it to Workplace at octanner.com. The Workplace is sponsored by O.C. Tanner, the global leader in engaging workplace cultures. O.C. Tanner's Culture Cloud provides a single, modular suite of apps for influencing and improving employee experiences through recognition, career anniversaries, well-being, leadership, and more. If you want your organization to become a place where people can't wait to come to work in the morning, go to octanner.com.